Hello, and welcome to another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Deb. And I'm Maria. And here's our podcast. For the realistic SLP. And it's February, which is Black History Month. So let's chat a bit about how we are going to incorporate that into our speech therapy sessions. Yes, let's talk about that. So I have a lot of links and they're all in the show notes. So, you know, I take pride in my show notes. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, we... I have an article about the do's and the don'ts of teaching Black History Month. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Are you going to sum that up for us a bit or are you just refer? We're going to go check that out ourselves. Oh, we're going to, I'm going to summarize that, you know? So, do incorporate Black history year round, continue to learn about it, reinforce that Black history is American history, connect issues in the past to current issues, and include the political and social context. Do not, mm-hmm. right? Do not stop your regular curriculum to do like a whole separate lesson. And that like makes a lot of sense. You don't want to like out left field, like bring this in because it's saying that that marginalizes the topic even further. So focus on, don't focus on superficial cultural traits based on stereotypes and talk about black history and solely feel good language or as a thing of the past limit the presentation to or lectures to be read or reading. You know, you want to allow for discussion and reflection and don't shy away from controversial, ambiguous or unresolved issues. Share these real life experiences and think that you can't talk about black history because you're a white educator. It's saying not to think that you don't need to be a person of color to talk about race, but you do need to build a comfortable in your own skin, build your knowledge about the topic and be in alliance with educators of color for support and feedback. And don't simply focus on just famous black people like use blacking, like using black history month as an opportunity to highlight the often unacknowledged contributions that people of color make every day. Yeah, those are all great tips. Yeah, I thought so as well. It's from learnersedge.com. Mm-hmm. Check them out if you want to read further. I mean, I gave I gave some good reading on that article, but you know, there's yeah. always more to read because there's obviously links within the article. So there's mm-hmm. plenty of read, plenty of stuff to read. And then also I have some printables that I've that I've attached. So I'm looking forward to Yeah, Maria's Black plans. Month. Yeah. Yeah, I like to plan. You know, it's fun to plan. And uh, I share a room with my two SLPs. SLP shout out. This is my segment, our segment. SLP yes. shout out to Monica Kobayashi and Kat Darius. Mm-hmm. They're my little, you know, speech room mates. And we like to do theme based learning. And we made our bulletin board, the WH questions who, what, where, when. So we're going to select different books that I looked online that I did some research that recommend for about Black History Month. Mm-hmm. So we, I want me to tell you, I'm going to tell you the names of those books. Great. The ABCs of Black History, Little Leaders, Bold Women in Black History, Ready, uh, Who? sorry, Whoever You Are, The Other Side. I'm reading all these books on the library app, by the way, that mm-hmm. I have now reserved these books. So I'm going to go pick them up. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, I think I just like, you know, me, this is a recurring theme. I like the library and I'm just Mm -hmm. like, have my educator library pass. And I'm just like here to pick up my books for the week, you know, and it's great. It's just, what's not to like. And I am uh, giving out another shout out to Tay Jones. She recommends to start with Carter reads the newspaper. 
So I don't have that book right now, but I am going to see if I can get it online or if anything, Amazon. Well, I do love her book, Liam's First Cut. Yes, me too. I have that book. Yes, it's great. Um, I think that one of the main things that I learned from Shantae from having our say um, is that it's so important to have actual people in the books that you're mm -hmm, teaching with and not just like, you know, monsters and animals and, and uh, mythical creatures and things Mm -hmm. like that. Like, but to Mm -hmm. have actual humans is, um, a great way to learn so that kids can make like text to life, uh, connections. And so I always, now when I buy books, I always have that in my brain. I'm like, are there people in this? And what people are in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about the move, the movie, the story, the mitten. Uh-huh. It's yes. only like Nikki and Baba and the rest are like the owl, the hedgehog, the fox. Right. And it's like, well, what, how does Baba feel? Like she's just home knitting more sweaters or knitting stuff that just keeps getting lost. It's like, <laughs> right. how, does, how does poor Baba feel like home alone all day while this kid's out in the snow? Yeah. Just losing all <laughs> their hard work, you know? So let's focus on people. I like that. Yeah. I really like that. So I think it's also another tip that you said that I liked was that you want to make sure that you are um, incorporating black themes throughout the school year and not just like highlighting people specifically in February, because that does kind of like um, make shows the marginalization. Right. It like separates. Yeah. which is like what you're not trying to teach. You're trying to teach right. people together in this earth coexisting. Let's learn about each other. Exactly. So personally, I love poems and speech. I've talked about this tremendously. And the first Another poem thing. I always teach everyone in September is Dreams by Langston Hughes. Um, I guess Langston Hughes is my favorite poet, likely because he always is. You, he's The reoccurring theme in his uh, poetry is dreams. Mm. Um, and I guess that's just something I've always liked and kind of resonated with me. So, um, I always start off with dreams by Langston Hughes because it's short and it's relatable. It's an easy, um, poem to understand. Like it's important to hold on to your dreams. Um, but then, so now this month I'm now revisiting Langston Hughes again, and we're doing, um, what happened to a dream deferred. And as I grew older, um, both by Langston Hughes and, uh, for even older students, which mm-hmm. now I only have two, um, define older for the audience. Oh, um, like I would say late elementary, early, uh, middle school. Okay. So like, like fifth, school. sixth grade, okay. those are my older kids. I yeah. don't have anyone older than that anymore, but, no, like um, high school. So w- my English comp class my freshman year of college was, um, it was taught by this professor. I don't remember his name, but, um, he had us, all we did was read Frederick Douglass, um, speeches. And then we wrote like reflection papers. And I feel like that was one of my favorite classes I've ever taken. And I've since always had a, a, place in my heart for Frederick Douglass. I really yeah. like his uh, speeches and his messages. So, um, Great. so yeah, so we're working on some of those speeches. Also, Mike just came home with a book for me from, I guess he went to a museum and it was 
Frederick Douglass speeches. So um, nice. I'm using that. And yeah, I think, I mean, I like poems and speeches. So that's Perfect. what I uh, am Gary. And also, like we mentioned, books with real people and then toys mm-hmm. that are people that I'm trying to work on too. Yes, I yeah. like that. And with poems, you could break down the poem for instance, you know, with like these older students, like what does this line mean and how can you, you know, apply it to something in your own life? I feel like it'll help to have a poem. Yeah. What, what poem do you start with? You said dreams by Langston Hughes dreams. Okay. So it can says like, it? hold fast to dreams for if dreams die, life is a broken winged bird that cannot fly. Hold fast to dreams for when dreams go. Life is a barren field frozen with snow. It's a lot to like unpack there. So you right. can just take like the line, like one oh, line you know, at a time, the way one, Maria likes it. What? <laughs> so I always say, hold fast to dreams. And I'm like, but fast is like something that we say to talk about movement. So what do you think mm-hmm. that it means to hold fast to a dream? Should we, should we keep that dream or should we let it go? And then, so what should we do? hold fast to dreams. So I think it means that you really need to hold on to your dreams and not let them go because the next line he says for if dreams die life is a broken wings bird that cannot fly now Mm. if I was a bird and I had wings that were meant to fly I think I'd really like to fly but if my wings were broken I don't think I'd be a very happy bird not at all that line stood out to me too yeah so comment on that yeah so I would say maybe what Langston Hughes is saying is that people who don't dream they're like birds who can't fly fly. and we're not talking about penguins we're not (laughs) talking I know are you are you coming on my penguin theme I'm I'm just (laughs) we did penguins I work collaboratively so Kat really likes penguins also and we made cute penguin crafts so but Penguins are cute and kids have fun learning about them. And I think it's about keeping things right. fun as well. So, right. You could but make, that's you a flightless bird. Things. So they're satisfied. Right. Okay. With <laughs> not flying. I that's wasn't what sure I what meant. you were getting at. I was like, so what's wrong with penguins? No, no. You know, just because they, they are not meant to fly. They don't have my kids coughing over right. here after I'm Aww. talking about penguins, penguins, but are you okay? Oh, you're right. Um, there you go. So, um, life is like a broken winged bird. So this is about a bird whose wing is supposed to work and make him fly, but he doesn't fly. There are many types of birds. There are aquatic birds. There are ground ground dwelling birds. Um, we're talking about birds that fly (laughs) and then it, (laughs) and then, um, hold fast to dreams for when dreams go life is a barren field frozen with snow. So barren is always a new vocabulary word. Oh my God. Such a strong vocabulary word. Yeah. So we can do response to intervention here. We can determine if they're able to like the time at which it takes for them to comprehend and integrate that word into their vocabulary. Um, and barren means unable to grow. Um, and, and I'm like, so what's a field? A field is a place where things should grow, grow. Right. But if I was frozen 
covered in snow, then I'd be like a field that can't grow anything. So I think Langston Hughes is saying that people who don't dream, they're like birds who can't fly and they're like fields that can't grow. So it's really important to dream and not let go of your dreams. Or else um, you're just going to be like this poor hurt bird in this forest that's not growing. Right. And then right, one time, Prince? one time a kid said to me, I was like, because if you don't dream, then you can't. And he was like, fly. And I was like, I guess not. Yeah. If I don't dream, I can't fly. You know, I, I'd have to be able to dream to fly. Um, you could and, take it literally, too. Like you have to be able to book the airline ticket to too. actually go and fly. You have to plan. That's airport. a whole executive functioning. Executive functioning. It's always in there, man. Yeah. Get a function. But it's also true. like, yeah, so dreaming kind of like propels you and takes you places. So flying metaphorically, like, you know, <laughs> reaching great heights and the ones, the goals that you set for yourself. So, but if you were to let go of your dreams, then you wouldn't achieve what, you know, you were meant to achieve. And then we also have uh, what happens so to a dream like, deferred. Whoa. Is which so is uh, a great one. And then as I grew older and uh, also Langston Hughes, he's a lot of his poems have to do with Harlem. Um, and yeah, I like that because yeah. we're in the city and uh, yeah. So Google he's my guy it. and I like revisiting him in February with his uh, longer poems. Nice. Yeah. That is like, you can and get then so also much seeing from all that. <laughs> if they remember what we learned in the past. Nice. Yes. To connect it. Yeah. That sounds excellent. Yeah. I don't really do poems to this extent, but mm -hmm. I'm doing, we're going to focus on books and do like WH questions, who, what, where, and then like, I definitely want to focus a lot on the pragmatics too. We've been combining some students or like if I have a group and it's like, oh, like, you know, ask your friend, like, what do you think? Like, or mm -hmm. what did you notice about the character? And even like we could have fun with it on fun Fridays. You could like act out parts from the story. You know, oh, like how do you, how do you think this character felt? How would you feel like tying self to text? Because, you know, our students differ. So I'm just like, right. Yes. What does the word barren mean? Like, whoa, like I, right. I, I would I would want you to do this lesson for me, like as a nice. Little, right. Like, you know, whenever I do presentations, people are like, wow, I didn't know any of this. And I'm like, well, that's true. I mean, it's so funny, though, like because I'm sure you don't even know as much about birds as I do just because I did a whole birds unit. Now I know a lot about birds. But when people are like, oh, what should I do with these? teenagers and I'm like well I'm 33 I don't know everything about whales why why do you think that kid is too old to learn about whales like I talk about birds people are like whoa I didn't know all that about birds. right so I, I'm gonna you know peek inside their brain and guess take my perspective in their brain which doesn't even make sense right now but maybe because you know administrators or teachers are like even like you know asha i'm not, not blaming asha just saying like keep it functional you know get them motivated so it's like hard you know they're thinking like what is this kid like or how you know how do i motivate them like whales yeah. like what if i told their mom like oh we're learning about whales and the parents like why are you teaching my you know there's well there's maybe it's important to the maybe the more we understand other creatures the better we understand ourselves and and actually i watched all of that tv show atypical and that guy the this main character he coincidentally enough uh really liked penguins and he made sense of his life 
based on his knowledge and the um, the relationships that he's witnessed and learned about amongst penguins and their like survival techniques and things along the lines of that. So like maybe if you're working with somebody and they have a, you know, an interest in whales, they're mammals, they could find connections. It's possible. This is why I don't work for schools where you have to answer questions to dumb administrators. Like that. <laughs> Your words, not mine. So. <laughs> but no, I think have- it's very important to understand other creatures and animals and ecosystems and that are that, you know, we have an impact on whales, even though we are far from we them. Do. My gosh, you're you're making really good points. Yeah. I just want to say that I think, you know, as the therapist, you have to also have confidence in yourself. Like if you yep. think this is a really great lesson about whales, you know, you could have some good rationale for why you're teaching it, you know, and absolutely again, yes. doing a lot of text to self, making it more relatable outside the therapy room too. So just keep that in mind when you mm-hmm. do do a lesson, because that's also maybe you're, you yeah, maybe you're working on L articulation. Oh, that too. Of course. But how <laughs> you could relate to the sound, the, yeah. the whales, like, you know, whales are becoming more and more extinct that and stuff. And like, let's think about like pollution now and like how we could tie that to whales and like maybe we right. could do a whole recycling lesson next week, you know? So like, it's not just whales, everyone, you know, like we're making more. Or maybe it here. is just whales, but maybe it is just whales. But, you know, be <laughs> like, but the student might really like the whales if they're not into the whales. Why are you doing whales, though? You know, you're just like, read this about whales because it has L in the final position. Well, I mean, extreme. I agree. OK, that I, that has some validity there. But then at the same time, I am a CF supervisor. And when I see them like making a brand new lesson for every single person every single day, I'm like, oh, no, slow it down. Like, I, I agree with that. That's we got <laughs> maybe maybe this kid didn't love whales, but that means like maybe next week he'll like birds or I don't know, plants Here's or food or or something else. Um, Tell me why you don't like about whales. Go. Five yeah, three things. There, there we go. Three things like, that you don't like <laughs> about whales. Three things. And you better argue these things using a nice right. L articulation. OK, yes. and I'm going to video you this while, you know. <laughs> There you go. Make, so make it somehow, yeah, make them, you know, uh, stay on task and topic, maybe ask and answer questions to propel a conversation mm-hmm. about being anti-whale. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Show us your anti-whale campaign. That's right. Show us some artwork. Maybe three words to describe whales, like big, dumb, and boring. That's fine. <laughs> if that's... <laughs> let's, make a sem- let's make a semantic web about the word boring. What other words could yeah, we Yeah, what else is boring? boring? Let's just... <laughs> let's just let's just focus on boring. Um, I don't know. I haven't really had any of these types of rope. Like, no, no kid has ever been like, I don't like this topic at all. Yeah, I think humans are innately curious and, you know, you can find some sort of connection. And if, you know, you can follow their lead if they're picking up with something else. That's there's no harm in that. Be mm-hmm. humble, have humility in your therapy. And, and, you know, if you have a whole plan, be willing to drop it. Should that not be in the best interest of the client you're serving? 
Absolutely. And especially with the time too, you mm-hmm. know, like feel the moment, like you're coming in there pre-planned, but then like that kid could have had an awful day and like maybe whales will cheer him up, you know? Yeah. So like, you know, you have maybe to you can like, just talk like whale talk the whole time. Whale talk. Like in story. <laughs> Is, is is our conversation right now well talk no it would be more like <laughs> oh, can you do ben- whale talk benjamin benjamin's baby shark that's yeah, he is benjamin. benny shark do, 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 do. benny <laughs> hey <laughs> benjamin hello <laughs> yeah Hey. Yeah, he likes he likes to talk on the microphone. That's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has a comedian for a father and SLP mom. Yeah, so, so he has lots to there. say to everyone. Yes, yeah. he does. Yes. You tell him, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you tell him, Benny. So I also didn't mention before, Deb, I have this really great yogurt. It's called Coco June. I can only find it in Whole Foods, which I know is sometimes not always accessible. But if you find yourself in the neighborhood, check out Whole Foods in their yogurt section, Coco June. So good. And what makes it good? Just it's not uh, it just tastes purely like coconut. It's just like a lighter texture than yogurt because it's coconut yogurt just but it's pure coconut it's oh it's not actually dairy in it so i am that sounds great i know it's maybe benjamin wants to try that but yeah things you have to check i went to mention this in the last feeding episode for kids though if you're buying stuff that's made already or if you're getting takeout what you have to be careful for is sodium and sugar so you don't want any added sugars so when you get yogurt you want like completely plain yogurt even mm-hmm. if it's kids yogurt you don't really want the flavored ones and take out you have to be really um careful about the sodium because I worked in restaurants like that stuff's loaded with butter and salt everything that you get that's delicious is just butter and salt makes a lot of sense because your brain gets highly addicted to sugar mm-hmm. takes one to no one me I love sugar Give me all oh, well, time. I just baked myself a whole cake last night and I've eaten half of it. That's um, why I don't bake cakes, because if I'm going to cook it here, I'm bake it. I mean, I'm going to eat the whole thing. Well, I deserve well, it. I wanted that cake oh, and okay. I made it. And That's Mike complains because he's been going to the gym. He thinks mm. I sabotaged him and I just mm. want him to know not everything I do is about him. Maybe well, I, I want that. the cake. And, and he gets to go around town telling jokes, having drink tickets. Now, if I want to sit home and eat a cake, I don't want to hear anything about it. I agree with you on that one. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And Benjamin. <laughs> now, <laughs> so is he agreeing with you, Deb? Yes. Or is he disagreeing? Yes. Right, he right. wants his mommy to have cake. He wants his mommy to have cake. Yes. Why not, man? Have some cake. Mm-hmm. You know, unless you're going to be allergic or something. Don't do that to yourself. Right. But again, yeah. Maria, since our last episode, get your head out of the allergies. Oh, not that oh, not that many I, people are allergic to that much I stuff want, as much as we need to like worry about it. I want to take our own advice of that the things we discussed in the podcast carry out throughout. So, you know, mm-hmm. we talked about 
breastfeeding in last episode. So if the audience is a little bit confused, go back to last week's episode. Yes. And listen in about Deb going off about feeding and then you baby led feeding specifically baby led feeding. Yeah. Deb, you're very passionate about that. And I think it's worthy conversation to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you don't have kids like myself, I thought it was very interesting how you talked about like iron makes me think like, am I getting enough iron? So, right. Interesting. Probably not. Probably not. Eat well, some more kale and broccoli. I will. I had broccoli last night. So do we want to end with a quote, Deb? Sure. Do you okay. have one handy or shall I, I? I don't. We could, we could search some quotes. How you about have it? Any good? Hold fast to dreams. Like Langston Hughes says. I would definitely should end with a quote by Langston Hughes. Please share the quote again. How about hold fast to dreams? Otherwise, I could probably find another one. Let's see what else did he say? Hold fast to dreams. To me, that means hold on to your dreams. Like keep them in your brain, like moving really, really fast to help propel you into the world that you want to see for your own life. Yeah. 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 I like that quote. He also said this. We don't have to include this. I think that's our good quote, but here's a nice one. Folks, I'm telling you, birthing is hard and dying is mean. So get yourself a little loving in between. Wow, that's really good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, self-love too. Yeah. So yeah, any type of love. Any type of love. Love of cakes, love of whales. Love of whales. You might (laughs) love love whales or birds. Yeah. Do what you love, ma'am. So yes. that has been another episode, Deb. Can you believe we've been recording all these years together? That is another one for the books. Woo. Thanks for listening, night. everybody. Bye. Email us if you have any feedback. SLPs wine and cheese at gmail.com.